This is the Niles Energy Podcast, episode 111, how to approach writing task one in a smart way. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Get started with our seven easy steps to a seven or higher at allearsenglish.com slash S-E-V-E-N. Now, let's get to the show. In today's IELTS Energy podcast, we're going to talk about how to follow the directions for writing task one, what you should do, what you shouldn't do to get the highest score. This podcast has helped thousands of people get the scores they need on IELTS with two new free episodes every week. You get advice on everything IELTS. From idioms to academic vocabulary, grammar to pronunciation, and even test strategies for every part of the exam. Don't miss an episode. Hit follow right now. Hey, Lindsay. Hey, Jessica. How's it going? <laughs> I got to I got to be the first one to talk in our podcast today. I know it's been a while, so welcome. <laughs> we, you know, you fall into these habits, you do, and it's hard to break them. We like to mix it up, though. We like to keep it dynamic around here. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lindsay, what is exciting in your world? What is exciting? Well, I'm thinking about the weekend. I'm getting ready to head back out to the beach, and oh. yeah, a friend of mine is going to come up from New York with his girlfriend from England and that should be fun all sorts awesome. of good stuff yeah yeah it's really man fun. you're getting so much beach time this summer I'm getting I'm so a jealous. lot of be- I'm loving like just inviting out friends every weekend just spending quality time with buddies you know it's good it's important that's awesome yeah yeah and what is more important is quality time with our listeners <laughs> that's right <laughs> the highlight of my week <laughs> <laughs> so one of our listeners had a really good question, and it's something that comes up in class a lot, and I know it worries students. Yeah. Um, it has to do with the directions for writing task one. Yeah. So all task one questions look the same, right? right? They have like a sentence that tells you what the graph is or what the, the image is, okay? Mm-hmm. Like um, the pie charts below show the average population, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then there's another sentence that says, summarize the information by selecting and reporting the main features and making comparisons where relevant. Ooh, that sounds very technical. <laughs> I know, right? Like, what what is that mean to you? Oh, what that- my gosh. I think I would get intimidated by that. Yeah, right? Because it's not clear. It's not... It's not clear. I don't know. It doesn't tell you how to organize information necessarily. Yeah, that's right. So what can we do about this if we're confused about how to actually do it, how to follow those instructions? I mean, if we can't get beyond the instructions, Jessica, we're in trouble. <laughs> you know, what I tell my students, honestly, is to not even read that sentence at all, that okay. it's not going to help them write their essay at 
all and it'll just confuse them. You just, you need to learn how to organize the information and how to get that seven. What does the examiner want in task one? Um, and so students get super nervous about like, like they have to name, um, they have to write about two similarities and three differences or they, you know, something like that. Um, guys, it's not, you know, comparing is not always about finding similarities and differences. And to be honest, most questions are not going to be showing you any similarities. Okay. Mm. All you're writing about are what we call the key features. Okay. Mm -hmm. And learn what those are and how to organize them. So for example, um, if it's a, if it's a change over time graph, Mm -hmm. okay. If it's like, um, how the population increased from 2000 to 2015, then you, you need to, find the most important numbers, which are the beginning number, the end number, the highest number, the lowest number. Mm-hmm. Only the things that are that are on that list and just okay. focus on those numbers. So and are, then, are those the yeah. key features then? Is that the same thing? The key features? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So um I would say there are two parts there. The key features um and the like the main points. So mm. the key features would be um, like, w- what are the topics here? What, what populations does it cover? What countries mm. does it talk about? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the main points or the key points would be, um, the specific numbers. So yeah. you have to have both of those things, right? Oof. You have to tell me what the numbers mean and, and to give me only the most important numbers. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I mean, it makes a little bit of sense. Usually it's easier, guys. And that's why we have our course, because we go into more depth on this, guys. It's hard to learn about this from a podcast if you're not able to envision it. You know, in our course, we go into video (laughs) lessons. You know, I'm a visual learner personally. So I like to learn by looking at a video, an illustration, you know, hearing someone's voice, explain it while pointing at what's going on. So guys, if you feel like, obviously, if you need more support, our course is available, the Three Keys IELTS Success System. You can go to IELTS.AllersEnglish.com and get into your trial. But let's keep going to throw out a couple more tips, Jessica, for our listeners yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. So um, first of all, guys, just forget about this idea of similarities and differences. Just forget about that that whole sentence of the introduction and learn what's important, okay? So first, you have to find the most important numbers. And remember, there are three different kinds of task one questions. Mm. There's change over time, the where the numbers change over different years or different ages maybe mm-hmm. um there's also static which is where it's like a like a picture in time it's like um the number of movies released in 2004 or something it's uh-huh. you know just one year or one time so that's static and then there's this whole other group of questions <laughs> called processes which could be um like a natural process like the rain cycle mm. or a map mm. i mean there are a few different possible for what you're going to see in task one. So you need to learn the differences between those questions so you're ready, okay? And then you need to be able to to have somebody tell you how to find the key features and the main points. Woo! (laughs) It's a lot of information. It's a lot of information. So um, after you find the key points, and I always tell my students just to draw all over that question, Mm. circle the most important numbers, and then how do you organize them? And this is where students get confused because they're like, okay, if I have to compare them, then I have to talk about both of the graphs in in each paragraph and then paragraph three. Like they don't know where to put stuff. And they think like if they don't compare things directly, 
then they're going to lose points. Guys, that is not true at all. The examiner doesn't look for like how close the comparison is in the essay. Okay? okay. As long as you have like the most important number for Thailand and the most important number for mm. Cambodia, for example, they could be in different paragraphs. They don't have to be right next to each other. If they're oh. in the same essay, they are being compared. The easiest way to accomplish a goal like the IELTS is to follow a step-by-step plan. Jessica has been helping students reach their IELTS goals for 10 years, and she has created the seven easy steps to a seven or higher on the IELTS. It's a free downloadable checklist that you can get right now for free. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash S-E-V-E-N. Would you say that a lot of people overthink these essays? They overcomplicate them? Yes. Thank you for saying that. That's, that's, that's the point I'm trying to make. <laughs> Thank you for summarizing my point. No, but that's exactly it. It's like, you know, don't be misled by that one sentence of the instructions because it is confusing. Mm. You just, you need to, you need to listen to your teacher. You need to follow the, the strategies, the steps mm-hmm. for planning and organizing information. Um, and that's how you approach every kind of task one question. Yeah. When you have a three step system or a strategy, you can just be kind of a machine and just move through it. You don't need to overthink. I think that overthinking is something that smart people do, right? Because there are too many ways to think about something, guys. But for this, we need to try to simplify by having a system and having a step-by-step strategy. Exactly. So, I mean, guys, think about it. Like there is, there is so much that you have to achieve on this test. You have to think about, um, answering the question well, giving the examiner the information they want. You have to think about organizing the information. You have to think about grammar. You have to think about vocabulary. Like Mm. there's, oh, there's a lot to think about. (laughs) So don't get distracted by one little sentence yeah. that you don't need anyway mm. you know you i i know as a teacher at listening to my students over the years i know it's stressful and there's a lot that you're trying to think about at once so make it simple that's the teacher's job guys my job right. is to make it simple for you yes. and guide you into getting the score you need without freaking you out. Yeah. No, and that's really good. That's why it's important to work with someone who knows the test very well, because the only way that a teacher can simplify something for you is if they really know what they're talking about. You know, if they don't Mm -hmm. know the test well, they will make it complicated for you. So exactly. Yeah, that's right. And I mean, I know we talked about that recently, but (laughs) I won't, you know, I I won't go into it again because our listeners know that I get passionate about that. (laughs) We ranted for a few minutes (laughs) earlier this week. But but just 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 remember, guys, that especially for writing task one. okay? there is no other test. There is no other time in your academic career when you will have to produce a task one essay like this. Mm-hmm. This is very uniquely IELTS. And if you don't have a teacher that knows IELTS very well, they're not going to be able to teach you how to do that task one essay. Oof. I mean, like when I first started teaching, I had no idea. Yeah. I was yeah. looking at these graphs like, what the? Yeah. How the? 
<laughs> I mean, we all have to start somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I know the feeling of not mm. understanding it. It's a, it's a, it's a huge, terrible feeling to have. So find someone that does get it yeah. and learn from them. Absolutely. And this is where practice tests come in too, right, Jessica? Because seeing yeah. these directions over and over. So that's what we add on. Yeah. Once we've created our foundation, we've built our foundation of strategies and using a system, a clear system, then we move on to the practice test. So there are no surprises by the time we get to test day. Exactly, guys. And, you know, that's that's the other way to take some anxiety, some testing stress away from you is to break up these things into smaller steps. So, you know, you need to have, you know, you need to get a good vocabulary score. So focus on just on that. Task yeah. one, vocabulary. Mm. And then, you know, grammar. How can I work in different sentence structures? Like in our course, I give you guys three or four different sentence structures to vary in your writing. So you hit that seven mm. and, you know, step by step. And then organization. Okay. How do I organize this information? What, how do I find the important points? Like these are all <laughs> things you have to work on individually before you can produce a complete essay and then before you can practice for the test. Yeah. Don't waste your time just jumping into practice tests. I mean, that's what, you know, that's why we hear from some students that they end up taking the test over and over. I have a feeling yeah. that they're not learning strategies, solid strategies. Yeah. They're just trying, they're just willy nilly, right? Going out, trying to take the test every month and hoping that something will change the next time. Guys, I have honestly never, ever <laughs> seen any improvement in the scores of people that do that. Okay? Oh, gosh. Not like, a good route to never. go. Yeah. <laughs> Not a good way to go. <laughs> I've I seen lots of people try, but it doesn't yeah. work. I think our listeners are too smart for that. They're not oh, going to do yeah, that. Definitely. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I believe in our listeners. I know they're following our advice. Absolutely. Well, this is good. Thank you for clearing up or this for us, Jessica, or getting started on clearing it up. And we got, yeah. guys, we know it's, it's, it seems a little bit overwhelming when you're just listening in a podcast. So if you want to get into our course and get a more clear description with a video lesson, practice exercises, and a review of the answers, you can go to IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com and get into your trial. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Check it out, guys. So, um, yeah, just remember that there are three different types of task ones to study for. So not only do you have to um, learn about key features and vocabulary and sentence structure, but you have to learn these things for all the different types of questions. Wow. So there's Ooh. there's a lot to think about, guys, but just take it step by step. Make a list of what you have to learn, you know, and just approach things step by step. Yeah, it's kind of knowing what you have to know, right? Sometimes when yeah. we don't know much, we don't know what else we need to know. Of course. <laughs> yeah, you can't teach yourself what you don't know. That's yeah. right. That's what, what you always say. I like that line. That's a good one. I'll have to put your signature on that one. <laughs> all right. All right. Very okay. cool. Thanks, Jessica. Have a good one. My pleasure, Lindsay. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all wheel drive. 
you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.